Hello everyone, welcome to another episode on Bami Talks. It's been wonderful all the way with you guys. Thank you for your comments and reviews. And still on sibling rivalry, its causes and solutions like how to get past it. We still have with us on the podcast David and Oluwashio. And today we are going to be talking about how to get past such rivalry between siblings and uh, among siblings sorry and so today i'm really going to be leaving the <laughs> i'm not going to be leaving like leaving but i'm going to be leaving the solutions to our men of god to the men of god we have <laughs> on the podcast with us and of course we are still going to be touching some causes if any arises so to today's topic solutions to sibling rivalry and maybe some causes so who wants to go first david were you during the course of the week or weeks did you notice or were you able to point out any other cause of sibling rivalry that you'd like to talk about on the podcast uh, for now, nothing comes to mind. Okay, so Sharon, would you like to share with us any cause that you noticed? Are you noticed? So anything? I just saw something in um, Genesis 37 verse 4. Uh, but when his brother saw that their father loved him, more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peaceably with him. I just recall now that I'm like, we touched something like that last time, so. I just recall now that I'm like, we touched something like that last time, so. Basically, that's one other problem I saw, maybe. No, last time we said um, the age difference should not have permitted them to act as it was. Um, Joseph, but in a scenario whereby the age difference is not that much, um, parents should not pick favorites. Sometimes you can't just help it. Like I know, speaking from experience that in my home, my dad sometimes, I'm not trying to blow my own head now, but it's so obvious that he likes me than some of my other brothers, uh, but it didn't really cause problem amongst us, yeah, but it won't always work out like that. It won't always work out like that. So, Parents should not pick favorite, and even though you have a favorite child, you should try and show it. Yes, don't show it. Yes, so that's it. Oh, okay. So favorite parents, um, parents should watch out for such. I mean, can we help ourselves to be good parents in this life? <laughs> in Jesus' name. Okay, so um, to to solutions, to solutions. Now, now we're going to be talking about solutions to sibling rivalry. What do you think? How can people get past this? Because when I was looking at, um, when I went over the story of Jacob and Esau again, I saw that these people didn't they didn't come back together until that point when Jacob wanted to come back to um, Zikinan or wherever. <laughs> that point where Jacob wanted to come back and they had to meet on the road. And this were this this was years after, like years later. 
like many years later because jacob already had children he had our wives he also already had his own wives and children so like and i noticed that this was not sorted out until i think probably because maybe it was due to what isaac said now isaac said that he was also going to own his own stores it would be a large but then he'll still serve his younger one so it's the the cost seemed like it didn't it didn't break not i don't know whatever you want to tell me but the cost didn't seem like it um broke until that time when they met after they had both made a name for themselves so like what would you see as um, a solution to sibling rivalry is it that until you know some people some people um, rivalry occurs among siblings. If you look at some of our parents, some of them it stems from maybe one of the siblings is acting like she's richer or doesn't want to talk to all of them because the person feels like I'm on a different class from these people. So is it until I make my own money too that like what are the solutions that you think? Um, so uh, <clears throat> I want us to take a cue from from Jacob. So when Jacob, knowing how that how things happened and all of that, he did some things to kind of appease Esau. You know, I don't want to go up Bible study on us now, but in summary, what he did was he humbled himself. He humbled himself, made himself seem like nothing even though he had god's yeah. blessings on him and he probably had more than Esau. probably i don't know so but he didn't he didn't yeah he really 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 humbled himself the choice of words he actually bowed i think a number of times when he finally met Esau. Yeah. you know there is a way you do some things that okay no matter the wrong you've done no matter who wronged someone on your behalf mm. it just takes the focus off of you and then the person is not so bothered oh. about you know said person you know like that witchcraft all that is is different you get so something you know but generally it's it tends to appear so i think we should take a cue from that and understand that okay you don't just expect the person to you don't expect a person to outgrow it while you say, okay, no, I'll wait until yeah. you come meet me, until you grow up and you come meet me, that kind of thing. Okay, so, so, sorry, from what you said now, I can deduce from it that Jacob understood the fact that he wronged Esau one way or yeah, the other. Yeah. So it is very important that we own up to our own mistakes. Yes, and, while, we are, while we are making amends, definitely. Yeah. And it helps that way, really, because if you keep pointing out what the person did and all of that, you know, you can just say, oh, maybe you didn't even do anything. But, well, I'm sorry that... What will work now? <laughs> I'm sorry that I hurt you. Oh, you get all... You know, that, just be sorry for something. Don't be sorry for something, I think. Yeah. I think. Okay. Then, so there, there are two aspects I want to look at in terms of uh, making an effort to make peace and then creating, being available for the peace to be made. Mm-hmm. So the first one is more of an active thing that you do, like what Jacob did. Mm-hmm. He went, made the move to make peace and speak with 
um, Esau in a nice way and settle everything and all of that. And there's also the part where the person wants to say something, the person wants to apologize, the person wants to make amends, but ah, your face is too strong. Or you're too... Smile. Or you're not around, you're not available. And most times you know it when this person so just just be around that's not the time to say okay no i'm going out i have church service or you have <laughs> or something or you are busy function. you are watching you are watching please <laughs> <laughs> those kind of things you can just or you know this person was about it but it's not person doesn't know how to you know approach you can just turn and just smile it doesn't have to be full teeth and all of that mm. but just make like it easy welcoming yes make it easy for the yeah. person you get so i think making an effort and then also making things easy i said the other one i also think is um showing a genuine concern that you really care for someone i mean there's it's very very hard to be <clears throat> to be um no one is immune to love really so and times when you when you show concern and you are and it's genuine you just look at it and the person understands that okay i think this person is actually really sincere about about this from the way you do and you know everything i think it's, it also helps the case i just this just on the side really but i remember when you asked me about something that can cause problems i just remembered that okay something came to my throughout the week and it's you know there's some prayers that we pray in church and it's really one of the loudest prayers that you see people, you know, very, very, uh, was it, energetic about. And that is, I'll be the greatest in my father's house. <laughs> she, ah, you know, it's funny because you attend the same church with your sibling, who's probably by your side. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I'm like, okay, so what happened to me? <laughs> you want to be the greatest in my father's house. And I'm like, okay, and wait, you're not, you're not even the firstborn to start with. <laughs> So where is all this coming from? Okay, so I think that's the very, very selfish and carnal prayer. Yeah, yeah. To really, and it's disappointing that you know, pastors raise from the altar and then we will also, you know, take it along. I mean, what happened to God? Bless all of bless us. Yeah. Bless all of us. You can actually put equally. Yeah. God, let leave it to God to decide who, who he wants to. And even when that happens, it doesn't really matter. I mean, Joseph not dropped to this one, he threw him inside well. He did not, at least he did not pray. He was shown. He was shown. So I, 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 I think that's also something. There are some things you do that rub it in. Yeah. Some things you do. So I'll put that as a contributing factor. Because, you know, when, okay, obviously your mom or dad shows that, okay, I like this person more. That's, that Jacob's, that Joseph's um, red rainbow colored something. Now, let me give an example. You know, Daddy gave you this rainbow colored coat. You know that it's a show of affection. And you know your brothers don't like it. You know that that is the coat you want to wear to the to where they are. You decide that that is the coat you want to wear. I, I don't know. I see some, I don't know, is it naivety or 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 mischief probably missed see let's let's not it was a child let's not we know the joseph that was grown up joseph around 17. let's that's 16 year old downward joseph we don't know <laughs> you could have been mischievous for all we know so you get so you don't don't rub it in really you don't need to wear that coat to meet your brothers and tell them that you have a message from daddy you get you can wear regular jeans and shirts without doing all of that so yeah that's it for me you like you like 
so if you didn't wear that day <laughs> that day <laughs> 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 have you seen have you seen our last bond act <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, i think she wants to say something she... go ahead okay why david was speaking i just said concerning Esau and um jacob to me i see that it worked both ways okay yes jacob did something wrong but i think Esau kind of allowed it he allowed it so both siblings should first of identify what caused the problem what's actually wrong what's really is the cause of their split why are they not talking if this because this one always eats the bigger meat than me then you try and come to an understanding try and come to an understanding that yes this person is older and they surely eat that big meat yes but at the end of the day you are still eating meat that's the most important thing you get you are still eating well you understand so both parties involved should just come to an agreement and understand it that okay we both could be two of us could be wrong yes but maybe this other person has the bigger blame and if you are the one that has the bigger blame just like david said you own up and try and make amends not kill you seriously you know some people can be so that word prideful correct now or so proud that the thought of apologizing will just strangle them and they'll be like even though you can't apologize find creative ways like our parents do to apologize you know our A parents yeah our parents can just when they're wrong like this Why i don't die no unknown no see wait you. so we're talking you know this is what we're trying to do okay you can't say sorry oh yeah let's look for let's look for that yeah, die you can leave them you can leave them actually or cut your meeting to, to add it to his own okay yeah, so just look be for creative it. about your apology. Yes. I got that one from there. Get, be yeah. creative about your apology. So be creative. Be creative. So there's something else I think may help, and that is speaking to the to the parents in question. You get so mom tends to show favoritism towards you, and then she gives you stuff that she didn't get. To. You you don't have to take it. Well, in, you have to be this wisdom now, so as not to be termed or tagged rebellious. You know you can get away with more things than ungrateful yeah you can get away with more things than so you can ah, okay mom this is my own yeah mommy oh boy yeah you should buy for <laughs> you buy for shell too for shelly what you get or once she give you, gives you something like that you can just present it as a gift to the other child <laughs> or get her to buy more things or you can even buy from your own pocket Money. or something and give to that person actually straight inside the well <laughs> get because <laughs> yeah, it depends on yeah it depends on what it is yeah or is it for me and my brother it gives them that consciousness that, that they okay, should buy that they ought to do that have, next time like we have, we have messed up okay actually, yeah. yeah but that that rebecca like someone that will buy, <laughs> buy somebody something for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I don't know well i, I don't know I, the funny thing is that, aside the fact that she showed favoritism, <laughs> funny thing is that this woman knows a lot. Because when she felt um some, when she felt uncomfortable when she was pregnant, she, she went she to ask. A lot. So I'm like, how? How? 
like i'm like oh now how did you do it so now the question is you know earlier we, we talked about we mentioned the fact that we're not supposed to like parents are not supposed to show favoritism of which child this one i prefer this child or this so how can they do it like, now this is for our parents like how how is it even possible not to show it like what wisdom? Ah, wisdom is profitable to direct. Yeah. Yeah. Wisdom, yes, but you know, you know, a lot of times our parents know this. It's not like they don't know it. They know that okay, I'm not supposed to favor a child over another, but sometimes they just can't help it. Okay, probably look at this scenario. Let's say you have an elder one who is very good academically, like he was really good, finished school, got a job, and he's doing well then you you go home you you go home from school it's not like you're not good but you're not doing as good as your elder brother or elder sister then the parents are now talking to the younger ones like you i don't know i I don't know what is wrong with you guys your results has not been as good as when your sister was in school wait can't you see your elder one what is wrong with you like it's not like their intention is not to make you feel bad the intention is to you know just help you see things in a good way but they didn't put it in a way that would have like that is suiting to you and you, you're not feeling like what is like they just like comparing us like so in such situations it's not like they are being intentional about it how can our parents go about this like what better way mm. can they do this parents Sure. Yeah, the, the potential is, is looking yeah, forward potential. to. No, I'm yeah, I'm a potential oh, friend, but <laughs> in the nearest future. <laughs> okay, I see. In, in, in the nearest future. I see. Okay, um, I'm not a parent yet. Um, but since I'm an educator, let me let me just uh, look educator. for a way to let me look for a way to like bring that um, bring that um, scenario in like life experience now I have some children back at our school and uh, I won't lie I've been noticing that I like being in the senior class than the junior class because some children in that junior class want to give me a dick seriously speaking and it's quite annoying that the boy in particular is a Christian. Okay. Others are Muslims. So Muslims are actually doing better. Uh, so but that aside, I just find that I prefer being in the senior class because they are quite good. Those in senior you don't have to explain too much. <laughs> just tell them this they will do it. But for primary, mm-hmm. especially for some selective children, they are just so what <laughs> what do we do? I, I have to like sit down and like ask a lot like God. I'm I'm being biased, like seriously, I'm being biased. And he said there's a problem and the truth is that those ones that are not doing well deserve my more of my attention than the other ones. The other ones. And I don't have to be so open. Like this one that was bad, I, I knew it was really bad. Like I was asking him to pronounce something, he couldn't pronounce it. I called my brother temple to come so that it would ask him the same thing that was uncalled for oh, okay yes and it would make him more ashamed 
Yeah. The guy didn't come to school the next day. Wow. But he came the other day. I when he came the next day, I knew that had caused it. So that was uncalled. You don't have to be so open about it. You can call the child to yourself and like, what's really the problem? Okay, let me let's try and work something out. Reduce the way you play. Just be down to earth with that child. You don't have to make it obvious because some si- the other siblings may use it against him. Mm. And just tell him Olodo. <laughs> that's what mommy said. Don't know anything. And that keeps piling up. And one way or the other, you just see that the guy will just accept his fate as an Olodo and he will want to act like, like an Olodo or like an rebellious child. Like, Shasha, they have said I'm not a man to anything, so let me just live the wayward life like that. So you don't have to be so blunt about it. You just have to be very wise and strategic. Make sure that you are not spiting the child publicly, mm. especially when other kids are around, so that they don't use it against him. Because children are innocent. They might just be quarreling, and they will never know when they'll say it. Mm. They'll just say it, and the child will just be down. And because they've heard you, you've, you've justified, and the child will remember that you also you, you have been it, saying yeah. it, and you've justified that, yes, what they are saying is true. So... For now, as you was the guy, I just remember. <laughs> well, uh, I have some, you know, back then when I was well, a Sunday school teacher. Well, um, I some kids I used to relate with, and I discovered something. There are some that are easier to like. So, if you know me, I like refined, I like you know, sweet. <laughs> have good packaging even as a child and all that i like you already but then i discovered that you know in previous years you know other teachers too like same set of people especially the ones that are doing good like you said doing good in class outspoken can recite and all of those things yeah but there are many kids in fact more kids in fact that do not have those things they're not as refined they are not they are not well to do from their homes they probably didn't receive those things as training that's why you understand and so i i looked at i felt they were neglected i felt they were left behind they were left out so i okay i'm not sure i prayed about it i didn't pray about it but you know there was just this i don't know but i there was some sort of communion between you know myself and god i don't know whether i don't know whether i prayed about it but i know that there was this yearning to just love them to show them love and to show them that okay they are also accepted and they are also seen and we know that they are present they are not neglected they are not invisible so and to a very large extent i was able to do that by the grace of god and it started with even knowing their names so i i forget names a lot <laughs> but i was able to know their names greet them when i you know then when i enter into Sunday school i would carry some of them you know, hold them by the hand, meet them practically and speak with them just the same way. So it, at some point, in fact, I think I even left the nice yeah. refined ones and you know, start focusing on it gives me so much joy and pleasure when I'm walking down and I see any of those kids and they are like, ah, oh, Uncle David. It, it's it is it's a very, very that's just that see that Uncle David is very, very fulfilling for me because and they don't feel they don't feel ashamed. You know, relating with me, they don't feel left, I don't feel neglected. So they know that I care. They understand I care. So the two things for me, being intentional 
being intentional knowing that okay these people need this and then reaching out to them and then you know there's just this asking god to i mentioned about community i'm not sure how it happened but i know it did happen you know communing with god about it and asking god to just fill you with love and, and all of that i've stopped being a sunday school teacher in that church for for many years now but i still go back to check them because i love them so much i really really love them so much and i'm happy that i've been able to god has set me as an example for many of them such that why we don't even see every time you know they know that okay i'm somewhere i know that they are somewhere and then when we see we talk and we do all of those things those kids that do not did not seem to have a future those kids that did not seem to have a future those kids that did not seem to have anything and you know so i would also say that should um, you know sometimes that comparison can be good it's not the best but it can be good the question is now what are the other things you do as you make that comparison so so bami is the most brilliant in, in the house she eats the biggest meats you know buy everybody's stuff buy her too so there's there's a background there's a background but if it's the child that you know that okay if bam is one that okay, would do something wrong and then receive the same beating that every other person would receive they would see it as a scolding and all of that and of course i'm sure bam will have her own faults too as well that you don't cover up also even yeah so even though i would not advise the comparison of a thing i don't think it is that bad i think the issue is what do you do in addition to to um comparing i think i think then there's this part of where you also now we've talked about how you can do all of those things but how about how do you heal from there because it tends to cause a lot of bitterness whatever whatever the problem is whatever the cause of the rift whatever the cause of the rift whether it's your parents whether it's just your terrible attitude whether it's distance distance can also cause a rift you know you just discover that there's this bitterness in your heart that you have to let go of and i discovered that many times it's especially when you know the holy spirit is in your heart you know, he, he wants you to leave it and you can leave it but you want to hold on to it you find yeah. it pleasurable mm. to hold on to it gives you some sort of i don't know pleasure something to something, something to, to hold, hold on to yeah, something, something to, to rant about something to hold against the person and then you just keep that keep it in your heart you know you build duplex it's <laughs> in a very nice place well furnished get so and it's just it's just sweet to hold on to that thing mm. you you complain you say you are you were wronged and all of that but it's very convenient and sweet to hold on to that mm. so I think the Holy Spirit is the first step towards letting go of hurts and pains and and the funny thing is that you don't even need to tell him you don't need to invite him he, he goes there looks for it mm-hmm. and just, just touch light and just push <laughs> and it touch bro this thing is here <laughs> and and as is highlighting those things he also gives the grace so what I'm saying this is because it's difficult for me to tell you okay this is how to let go of bitterness in your heart the truth is I don't know how I just know that the Holy Spirit shows it he gives the grace to let it let go all you have to do is just actually let go just just let go of it but you need to be mindful of that bitterness in your heart that is a potential barrier to ending the rift once that is out 
most times all those other things you mentioned i think they will fall in place okay would you say something you want to say yeah, i think he has given the solution but if i must add a point out that to parents that uh having one child just try and create a safe space where everybody can yeah yes and also look for what that other child is good at sometimes why most parents have that issue because my brother was relating to me as of a child the mom is saying that the child is dull but him teaching that child no that that child is not dull like this the child is like jk Rollins, a report the guy the lady that wrote a report that, that guy can write and it's just 15 and it's that good in writing so he has understood that that boy is actually not dull, but because he's failing math, because he's failing math, he's not doing so well in English. You just conclude that that child is dull. So just look for that those individual areas and try and find find a way to find a way to accept it and work with it. And work with it basically. Rather than just trying to make child trying to make the child feel like he or she is good for nothing when that's not true. Totally unrelated, but please, if your child is brilliant, don't say they should go to science class. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very important. I don't start saying that a child should become doctor. Major. Please do. Thank you for saying that. Also. Please do. <laughs> child can be brilliant. Science class skills are not supposed to be more science. I mean, it doesn't matter actually. So, something else I wanted to say before I think. So, and that was that, you know, on reading, reading, going through um, the scriptures concerning the story of Jacob and Esau, you know, when Esau went to meet Jacob, he told him. He was like, Jacob gave him the gifts and all of that. Esau was like, ah, no, don't worry. See, I'm also blessed. I have enough. Keep what you have for yourself and all of that. So yeah. Esau was not begging. He was huh? was fine. He was doing very, 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 very fine. Yes, I mean, the only limit here is... Don't, yes, don't live under anyone's shadow. If I do very well, the responsibility is on you. If I carry blessing to overdo me. Yeah. It's not my... I would do what do I you get. The, the funny thing is that it is very much possible that Esau could have just sat down after hearing me bless him and start thinking. I start thinking that I cannot be somebody again. Looking okay, for native doctor to destroy, <laughs> destroy so you. Know, destroy the problem we have. You know what I'm It's just that you know we're talking at we are talking from the standpoint that both of them are saved. Yeah. It might not always be. Okay. Some, somebody will just because the Holy Spirit <laughs> will you, if you really if you are really saved then the Holy Spirit is working with you the Holy Spirit will not make you feel like you are entitled to your brother's wealth well. just because he's so wealthy he should be feeding you and your family mm. the Holy Spirit will do that yeah, yeah. so we, we should learn to take responsibility yeah. for our lives and you need Jesus <laughs> that's what she that's what she said. you need Jesus in your life <laughs> You need Jesus in your like seriously. You need Jesus Christ in your life. Yeah. Your greatest issue is not to be the greatest in your family. The most important thing you need to face now is Jesus Christ. Don't Jesus worry, Christ other things will come. And you know, I discovered that Jacob also said in the in the I think that same chapter that he also had enough. 
that God had blessed him, he didn't lack anything, he had enough. But what struck me was towards the end of his life, when he was going to bless Pharaoh, he said, I did not live up to my up to my father's. He said, few and evil. Ah. I've been the years of my life for something like that. That's, 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 my question now is, did he walk the exact path that God wanted him to walk? walk, Or because of his supplanting, was that why he had to go through, you know, that long evil route? Because for you to call the days of your life evil, it means you didn't quite really enjoy it even though you had all those things well so i'm so just I, I, I don't know but he saw did not say his own life was fear and evil with the blessings i feel that he said so because of the things that happened among his children because you see that he made that statement around the time when he wanted to bless him so Pharaoh. He, um, when he wanted to make yes so i feel that he just said that, well, basically because of the things he had experienced, not just um, not just about the things that he could have achieved, probably in his life or something, but also because of his children. Maybe also related to the fact that he didn't he didn't really get to be a father to Joseph as much as he would have wanted to. So I think just encourage. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, but I'm not saying that all these things you said, all these things that he <clears throat> didn't, ex- all these evil experiences he had, all these suffering, <laughs> all these sufferings he went through. Emotional. Do you think it could have been due to the fact that he, he didn't go? I don't think God, well, God's plan for him to spend 21 years with labor. Yeah, of course. So I'm think. Do you think? Okay, how did he get there in the first place? Then he ran away now. So after collecting this. <laughs> Collect so I, I'm just this thinking. It's probably due to yeah, you know, what happened. Maybe. So really, money is not money is not everything. Not I mean, if someone that was as wealthy, you know, as Jacob, as as he, as he was at that point, could still describe his years as few. And evil. Mm. Ah, How much more? Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, on the aspect of being saved, if I, if I move from Jacob to and Esau to Joseph, I would say that parents should make sure that every child is for believers now. Make sure that every child is getting the message you are you are passing to them. Bible says, train up your child in the way he should grow. What I see here is that Joseph obviously got the message than the brothers. Because yeah. at the end of the day, he didn't, the normal man, if not, if not you, <laughs> the brothers are thrown into a pit and you are seeing them. Yeah. And you are weeping and you are hugging them and you are doing. You know, the average person won't do that. He got something. There was a lesson that was passed to him yeah. from Jacob. And that message didn't go around the rest children mm. that's why they could adapt as, as old as they were still think evil towards their own brother and notice that all of them were not of the same mother the people who put him inside the world they were not of the same mother but they were of the same nature they had the same mindset mindset that could not permit god so they could jesus christ said the house divided against itself cannot stand so they were of the same house the man was speaking so they could allow evil. 
So if you are a believer and you are raising up your children, make sure that every child, sometimes it may not be so, that's where you have to pray. Don't just allow it. You do more harm than good. Don't just ignore it and say, I may be, if he goes to school, we attend one crusade, we learn. Or... <laughs> just be giving him a message. Today, just let me send you this to this message. <laughs> send you me WhatsApp. No, no. From from foundation, from the very onset, from the understand your word. Just start locating that character, that life in them. So that when they are old, they, they don't know anything else. They practically don't know anything else than what their parents have taught them. They can't even think evil. They can't consider evil because if they were not brought up in that way. So, yes, I, I really just want to challenge you know everyone listening to don't wait. Don't wait. The person may be older. The person may be more experienced. The person may be richer. The person may be more experienced. The person may be anything really. But take that step to make amends. Be your father. It could be your mother. It could be sibling. It could be cousins. It could be friends. You know, just take that step to 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 make amends. You know, we are people of the spirit, and the spirit will not allow strife and will not allow you have contentions with another person, unresolved conflicts. You get it's not it's not. It's not our way of doing things. If you're not a person of the spirit, sorry. So <laughs> what you need to do is to <clears throat> really believe in Jesus Christ, how that he died for your sins, you know. Um, believing that <clears throat> he died for your sins, was raised on the third day, and is alive. You get. And, you know, once you have these things in your heart and you, know, you receive the spirit of God, it's automatic. You don't wait. It's automatic. You receive the spirit of God and then it begins to work in your heart. And once you have the spirit of God, you have, you have, you can forgive. You can let go of bitterness. You have love inside of you. Hallelujah, somebody. Praise God. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor David. <laughs> All right. So um, we've come to the end of, um, of today's podcast. And <laughs> and yes, thank you, men of God, for sharing your insights with us. So on this note, um, we're going to be ending with please let's just be intentional about wanting to really bridge that gap that's been made. Then give your life to Christ. It is very essential. Like David mentioned earlier. It is very needed for any man because you really cannot even heal. You cannot even forgive without the Holy Spirit. There's no way. You will think you're forgiving, but really you're not forgiving. You need the Holy Spirit to help you truly forgive and love rightly. So I pray that God God will help every one of us and heal every heart that has been hurt, every home that has been destroyed by one rivalry or the other. I pray that God heals in the name of Jesus. So, till next time, thank you very much. Bye, everybody. I await your reviews and um, comments and questions. Bye.